This is the Soul Music in My System podcast highlighting the unsung and forgotten in the 80s and 90s music, a podcast for liner notes readers. Um, today's topic will be underrated debut albums of 80s and 90s, and who would you go see in concert if they can only perform one whole album? And in this podcast, we have Cheryl Sweet Lady Dunlap. We got um, Barry B-Size Beckwith. We got Jimsy Bad Simmons and myself, Ronzel. Cheryl. Mm, you're going to put me on. We're going to Give us, give us uh, one. We on, we on this time. We're going to go one at a time. We're gonna go one at a time. Okay. We just so don't go round. We just don't go round round. Okay, that's cool. Hopefully, we we'll see who overcross. All right. So for me, not necessarily underrated album, but um, an album where I can say that I went to see them in concert with only this album, and it was Guys' debut album. Yeah. Let me cross that one off my list. That was one of mine. <laughs> like how many times did I go see Guy on one album? That was it. Like we didn't care about anything else. No, um, they, they could perform so the whole album. The whole the whole entire album. So uh it came out in uh nineteen ninety eight nineteen eighty eight, uh Uptown Records, of course produced by Teddy Riley. It went double platinum, but just Every single song is a hit. Every, every single song. Every single song. Um, and at the height of like the New Jack Swing era. So that album changed the game. It really did. It really changed the game. It wasn't the beginning of the um New Jack Swing, but it definitely yeah. blew it, it up. Really blew it, up the New Jack Swing. Um so that. Yeah, I feel like um, I feel like he just piggybacked off because he wasn't giving us whole. If you think about it, during that time, Al B had just came out. Mm-hmm. New edition. Bobby Brown had Bobby Brown whole album wasn't straight New Jack. It was you know a mix of you know he had my prerogative. Then he had the Babyface joints was was semi yeah. New Jack, and then you right. had uh, Keith Sweat who was. Pretty mm-hmm. much all Ted album. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. let crossed that one off too. That's another one. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that that was a joint. But that that guy album was the first one that was just straight in your face. Yes, hard new jack. Mm-hmm. And then I think it just solidified the new jack slow joints on that album. First we had make it last forever, which was to me like the. And Barry, this is another podcast, and I always wanted to ask you, Barry. This is a whole nother podcast question. But what was the banging, like the 808? What was the first that you could remember banging slow cut in the 80s? Like for me, I could go to Key Sweat, uh, Make It Last Forever, and you got Make It Last Forever that would bang in your system. Then you had yeah. right and wrong way that Man, was yeah. that would that would mm-hmm. bang in your system. How deep you know, is your so, love? How deep is yeah. your love, which yeah, will yeah, bang yeah. in your system? 
that whole album. Who, who was album. the first? Can you remember anything before then that was besides uh, "Tell Me If You Still Care"? That was eight oh eight. That's a bottom to it. Uh, that that would bang like that because everything I can remember is just a slow, a nice slow song like the seventies had. You know this. Yeah, I can think of one, but it was slow though. Digital Underground Sex Packets. Yeah. <laughs> It was an R&B song, but it was it was groovy. Man, I mean, it's an R&B song because I mean, I mean, Shock is sing talking. I guess you would say, but, but even from the, like, from the like, time uh, that come on, that boom, 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 that's Bootsy. Yeah, that's Bootsy. I was thinking of somebody like um, Ready for the World tonight. Oh, tonight, uh. Love you yeah, tonight didn't really bang like that, but it was a slow, you know, one oh. of them. Well, we talking about some, just slow jams, period. Y'all finna be mad. Y'all finna be mad. I, I wasn't a fan. Not, not, not straight slow songs, but I mean slow joints that bang like. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, like I said, sex packets, but... Um, like goodbye love was a jam, like a banging jam Ooh. off that that, that guy album. But I can't think of a song that before make it last forever or uh, how deep is your love? Them kind of songs that was that gritty, that gritty, that, that hidden hidden back then. Yeah, before then, I can't think of nothing. I have to dig in my crate, bro. I, off the top of my head. So I don't know if that I was Ted's signature or what. Off the top of my head, I I, I can't. Uh, don't like, I said, I, tell, like I said, tell me if you still care, bang. That yeah, yeah. And that was probably what 83, 84, 85, 85. <clears throat> yeah, eighty five. But I can't but, think of nothing else that kind of like. That bang like that, but uh, yeah, I got that's I got a whole nother topic. But very right, good. Yeah, what, what what debut joints you got? Uh, this don't have to be underrated, by the way. It, oh it, no, it no, favorite, oh favorite no. Debut joints. <clears throat> this is one that you let play from beginning to end. D'Angelo Brown Sugar. Oh, for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Front to back. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's just mad. My jam Front was higher. Higher. Mine was too. Higher. Mine was oh. too. Oh, yeah. And higher had that bottom two on there, too. You listen yes. to that. Yes. That's, that's gospel. That's yeah. yeah. I play that all the time on my show. He straight had gospel chops on that organ. Yes. Now, yeah. and he and he from he's from North Carolina too, isn't he? Or Virginia, one of them, somewhere yeah. over there. Yeah. If I'm mistaken, I think he's from North Carolina too. So that, from somewhere over there. <clears throat> that 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 whole scene, man. We need to do a, a podcast on the Carolina because. Uh, <laughs> North Carolina, from the old school to uh, foreign exchange, and that whole like oh, yeah. that's all. Right. Asia, like it's so much over there. Calvin, so many people over there. Right, but yeah, man, that 
that album, that album for me. This one when I, I remember when I first got the CD, man, I was like, man, this cat here, and I was I was in Atlanta at the time, and I just be I just happened to be in Circuit City, and they was playing this cut. They was playing Brown Sugar in Circuit City, and I asked, wow, I asked my man, who is this cat right here? Who was this playing? He was like this new dude named D'Angelo. And I was like, oh man, I need that right now. Uh, man, you getting ready to get the last copy. I was like, well, okay, let me get the last copy. <laughs> man, I was Yeah. I like I liked uh Brown Sugar when it came out, but I wasn't falling all over for it. But when I heard Lady, I was like, man. Oh, okay. Man. It's not his dude on the sun. That's when I actually bought the album. I think I might have bought Brown Sugar single or something. But I didn't buy the album until Lady came out and I was like, okay, this is tough. You know me, I'm I'm a jazzy, I'm a jazzy soul cat, man. You know. So when I got home, you know how you how you just keep skipping. Mm-hmm. Now, I know, you know, I already heard Brown Sugar. You know, I, I yeah. listen to higher, but when he did When We Get By. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Man, that man, that bass line, man, that that is it man, such a jazz groove, man, on a hot summer day. Did you get oh. the uh did you get the international live version at the jazz cafe? I got I I oh, just recently goodness. I just recently got that. Version late. Oh. I just yeah. recently got it. But man, that, that how they do a uh, lady in that uh, in, yeah. in the live version at the jazz yeah. cafe, the ending of it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. With his background and, singers. And he let yeah, and he letting it run to cause that's cause that yeah. uh, that that song is like nine minutes. Yeah. On the live version. Yeah, they jam that. Man, uh, that that sweet sticky thing he did. Man, oh man, you, now you're gonna make me have to have to listen to the live version later on. Yeah, that live great album. album. Great album. Like a year early, man. We was at a uh, uh, like a get together. I won't even call it a party. It was a get together, and a friend of ours, uh, Ramon, Ramon Caesar. He was like, "Man, this I know is Ramon. Dude. I know Ramon well." He was like, "This is new dude coming out, man. Like he, he his album out, but ain't nobody really on it, man. Y'all gotta hear this. Y'all would like this." And he was playing, and I was like, "Who the heck is this?" Yeah. And so after that, after we left there, you know, the next day I went and found it, got the CD, went down to play by play, and was like, "Yo, you got, you got this." Uh, I think his name D'Angelo. D'Angelo. He was like, "Oh yeah, 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 man, that's just sitting on the shelf for a minute, you know." And then you know, pay me, he give you a little rundown, the quick history. Of right, it. right. Oh man, you know it's been. I can, I can hear Peyton now, man. You know, man. <laughs> You know Big B has been sitting on the shelf for a minute, man. <laughs> Shout out to Peyton. <laughs> Shout out to Peyton. Get a little warm with me right now, though, but it's okay. We'll get through it. <laughs> right. so play one, that's when he had the one design, you know, design there one of my And I walked down the street, got it. You know what I'm saying? Got, got the joint, got the CD, started listening to him. Like, man, this thing is cold. And I think about a year later, it took off when, like, Lady came out. Like, yeah. Brown Merge and Lady came out. 
and then it really took off took took off and I was just like man I remember I had this CD like ran for a minute but when it when it took off again it was still like I bought it all over again you know yeah like I, yeah pulled it back out was like yeah I got one like yeah because it took it took so long for that album to like really just catch on and move but that was that early work with the kid on Massenberg you know what I'm saying and him oh uh, yeah. He was the dude. Underrated yeah. producer. For yeah. sure. We mentioned him last week. Yeah. yeah. I, th I think by then, though, Kidar, he was, wasn't he, uh, like, like big on Motown, the revamping of Motown or something like mm -hmm. that? Yeah. That was, the, that was the thing before. That was before. That was the preceding of that happening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because cause once that happened, then, you know, that thing happened. Which, yeah. Is my uh debut album because I've been touring between two. Yeah. Okay. I'm going with this. I didn't hear you. I'm going with this one. Because yeah. it's two it's two of my body. <laughs> I got she a lot took, of them. She took the one that was my front runner. She, yeah. Cheryl took the one that was my front runner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was my front runner. That guy album was like everything. I used to sit that everything. Rest to it. Go to sleep to it, wake up to yeah. it, talk to my girl to it on the phone, like everything. That thing had everything you wanted to do. You could do it off that guy album. Yeah, so, that's for sure. Put a new one. It was two of them, and I ain't gonna say the other one because that might be Ronzel's uh, thing. So I'm leaving alone because we kind of think alike sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> but this one is helps solidify the birth of Kidar Massenberg, and that was Erica Badu Baduism. That's, yeah. my other, that's my other one. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's my she, other one. She was an honorable mention on my list. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't pick that one. <laughs> yeah. No, the other one, dog, I, I guarantee you the other one. If you don't say it this time, I guarantee you. If you say it, I mention it. It's on your list. So I'm, I'm leaving it alone because I ain't mentioning it. I but, already know what it is. Our Massenberg. He solidified himself with this dang Erica Badu because that put D'Angelo... And that put that Badu and then the root star creeping in with that sound too. Right. Mm -hmm. This new era of soul or neo soul genre. Neo, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? It started to bring back the live drums with Fender Rose keyboards and the upright bass sometimes, or just having a live acoustic bass on your set. And Absolutely. on and on, on and on was so organic driven like to the point where they left a known mistake in the song and it became one of the staples of the song because mm -hmm. she saw and somebody dropped something and she heard a rumble and she said dad y'all hear that yeah and left it in the song. <laughs> that's how organic this joint was you know what I'm saying so um and then you got songs like Apple Tree and Rim Shot and Bet You Four Leaves Hope um just next lifetime. Next lifetime. Yeah, I mean, other side of the game. Yeah, man, uh, that whole that, album. Other side of the game and next lifetime had mm -hmm. like the most deep rooted grooves. Like it just stumped you. As soon as you heard that that first chord on that Fender Rose, they with the tremolo on it with the do 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 do. You just like sucked in like. It was like time to grab the crown and with your one ice cube and just sit there and just be like, hey, hey, how you doing? 
Like you want to point mm. some, like I even smoke, but I want to have a cigarette in my hand. Like I'm just <laughs> like, hey, dog, what's up? <laughs> I, I don't smoke or drink, but when you listen to that song, you wanted a glass of something in there, a shot of something <laughs> with a cigarette, or a cigar, or something in your hand, because you had to look cool when that song came on, because it just put you in that mood. It put you in that, that smoky jazz club, laid back setting where you just got entranced by the music. And then she just delivered like the coolest, slickest, laid back vocal. Ever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she has a distinct voice, like in the nature yeah. of, of, you know, like Steve Arrington and, and all of them, you know, like that. Yes. Song, like they got these distinct voices that when you hear them, you'd be like, that's Erica Badu. Like, you're not going to confuse her with anybody else. You're not going to confuse Jill. You're not going to confuse Steve. You're not going to confuse Sly with anybody else. Like, when these people come on, it's either them or you try to imitate them. Like, you know who they are when they when they come on. Absolutely. Hey, my, my song on that album mm-hmm. was certainly, certainly. Oh, that bass line is certainly, and then she flipped it too. Then yeah. she, she did it again, oh, man. But when that when that baseline come in on the first on the first certainly stupid man, sick, yeah. sick. So that was that was my pick, man. I ain't, I ain't gonna take up too much time. I'm just gonna go with that one. We gonna leave it alone. Just go ahead. Where I just want to I want to throw in there that I don't feel like we have we have yet to experience Erica Badu vocally. Because I believe that sister can, like, go some places that she hasn't even given us. I got a story about her, man. And, I, I mean, it, they did her wrong, you know. In Atlanta, they got a, they got a park just like a – what's the outside venue down in, in Highland Park? Ravinia. Ravinia, but Chastain Park is in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Sure, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, she was the headliner there. It was it was uh, Joy, Anthony Joy Hamilton, is Joy is dope, and uh, Erica Badu, and she was late. <laughs> and let me tell you something, man. Them folks in Buckhead, Georgia, man, date is like strictly time. Bad, you might know what I'm talking about too, but halfway in the at ten o'clock, uh-huh. they shut your sound down, bro. Cause you in Buckhead, you in Buckhead, Georgia. When I tell you she was in the middle of the other side of the game and they turned on the house lights in the park and shut the microphones off. It man, I, it wasn't great. She Good went crap, off. She was cussing. She was ranting and all that. But man, I hey, when you late, you late. You, you know, you dealing with white folks here. I mean, Buckhead, Georgia is like one of the most affluent parts of Atlanta. That was kicking. And you in a and you in a predominantly white area. Shoot, them folks didn't want to hear that noise <laughs> after ten o'clock. They shut it down. Man, I'm talking about they, they turned the mics off, turned the li- house lights up. Concert mm. over. Wow. Oh, yeah, she was salty. She was All salty. Right. One more thing about Erica. 
and then we could <laughs> we could go with Erica. But Erica has the dopest background singers. Oh. And many of them go on to do great things. Yazara. Oh. And Donnie. She's singing now with, with uh, Lenny Kravitz. She's singing background for Lenny Kravitz. China Black, underrated. Yes, she is. Oh, my. Check her out. She ridiculously dope. But and all Dombie. of her background singers go on to do great things. And Dombi. Yeah. And Dombi, absolutely. And I think all three of them sang together as yeah. background vocalists. Yeah. And Dombi, China Black, and Yazara. Yeah. And Yazara's dope. She got Keisha Jackson singing with her now. Yeah. Because I just watched the uh, I just watched the, a concert on her. I think it came out maybe a couple of years ago on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Her background singers are crazy talented. Huh? Oh, Erica, I, I watched a concert on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was it was a couple, no, couple, couple of days ago. Who, who singing with her? Keisha Jackson, Millie Jackson's daughter. Okay. Keisha Jackson is like the the background chick extraordinaire. She's been singing on you see her on everything BET. Like a couple of years ago, she was on every award show singing background, every black award show singing. Sunday's best singing. Keisha Jackson. I don't know why she ain't really putting nothing out, but I mean, she is a younger version of Millie. Mm. Mm. Millie Jackson. And Erica's a rapper, a dope rapper too. Oh yeah. yeah. She's a dope rapper too. Okay. Used to go by Apple back in the day. So like she's crazy. I don't know why she hadn't done a rap album though. I know. I know that would have been dope. But okay, Ron. Yeah, yeah. All right. For my first joint, I'm gonna go with uh these cats lightweight change the game a little bit. I'm gonna go with Boys the Man Cooley High Harmony. First album. Ooh. Ooh. Heavy hitter. Ten, ten joints, all of them, all of them. I think Under Pressure might be the song I listen to. Yes, yes. Least on that album, but every other song, Please Don't Go, Lonely Heart, This Is My Heart was my joint. Yeah. Me too. Uh, that was my joint. This is my heart. This is my heart. <sighs> you know me, I love the funk. You know, I love the funk. But the That's last... Them. The last two uh, little things mean a lot, and, and your mm-hmm. love too hype. Um, oh, goodness! Yes, great album. Joints out, and then great when album. they came with the the ooh ah the, the the video version, the ooh ah the super yeah. slow down, yeah, the banging version of ooh ah. Um, mm. I think I taped it off the TV. <laughs> um, <laughs> You had your little cassette player up, up on the TV, bro. Oh, uh, you know you had to because you couldn't <laughs> get the remix versions right away. They'll play the video version. That's how you knew it was at the store. Right, right. Mm. <laughs> Great choice. Great. That's simping. That's simping, though. That's simping. Go hard, man. Oh, the simping. The simping. Uh, video version too. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, that's simping. Go hard. Oh yeah, that was on the remix album. Yeah. Yeah. Simping ain't easy. Simping ain't easy. I, I really wasn't into, even though it was a biggest prop, might have been the biggest song on there. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Yeah. It was one of my least favorite songs on there. But, Me too. I mean, Me too. They, they, they blew it. But, um, you know, back then I hadn't seen Cooley High Harmony. I mean, I, haven't, I hadn't seen Cooley High 
the original movie before I heard that song. I didn't watch the movie probably to after maybe hearing that song or hearing maybe that that song was in that was original from that movie. So I didn't even know that was like a remake of uh, anything. Yeah. But great album. Yeah, that album was a continuous play. Let a continuous play album. Let it rise. So uh, that's one of my ones. Uh, Cheryl, what you got? You got another one? Uh, this one you probably will not be surprised. <laughs> this will not be surprised. Uh, Maxwell's Hang Suite, Urban Hang Suite. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Urban Hang Suite. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. What was that? I, 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 was, I thought that was a, a nay. I was like, what? What are you talking about? No, um, phenomenal album, beginning to end. Probably one of the last uh, uh, projects that told a story all the way through to the end. Um, love story, but just like every step, every male emotion of being in love with this incredible album. All the heavy hitters, Stuart Matthew Man, you know, claim the fame, Chardet. Right. Um, Leon Ware, you know, Amp Fiddler played keys on it. Uh, Amp Wawa Fiddler. Watson. Yes. Another yeah. ridiculous movie. Huh? Yeah, Wawa Watson. He had Wawa Watson. Yep. A lot of heavy hitters on it. Um, part of it was was recorded in Chicago. Um and it's just from beginning to end, from welcome to ascension to to the cops. I mean, just hey, lonely. Just Cheryl, I got a, I got a, dams. Cheryl, I got a question for you. Is this album where you got your name from? Absolutely. Yep. That's where Sweet Lady comes from because there's a song called Sweet Lady. Mm-hmm. That's Absolutely. one of the baddest joints on the album to me, though. Sure, for sure. I was just hoping y'all caught that. I didn't want to put that out there. I wasn't, gonna, I wasn't gonna tell it. I was gonna let them catch it, sure. Thank you. Thank I you. I wasn't my gonna brother. tell it. I wouldn't have missed it because I missed the whole album. Nothing, no. <laughs> Never paid attention. Um, something, something. I mean, it's just. Ooh, the remake of the, 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 the slow version of something, something. Ooh, the slow yeah. version. The slow, slow version of some something is ridiculous. Yeah, it is. It is. They used um, that. On, they used that on Love Jones or something, didn't they? Yes, it was on Love Jones sound, soundtrack. Absolutely, which is a great. Oh, oh, great soundtrack. Oh, yeah. 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 The remake. I love that version of it. Yeah. With the SOS band in it. Yeah. Absolutely. No one's going to love it. But just a heavy hitter, um, heavy hitting album. Um, Maxwell kind of gave a different flavor to the Neo Soul, you know, versus, you know, different than D'Angelo, you know, and the Erica Badu and, you know, just that beginnings of, you know, the staple neo soul um singers um yeah yeah i think he exactly i think he i think people like maxwell um macy gray it was people mm-hmm. like that 
kind of expanded the sound. Right. Because like, exactly. until then, the New York Neo Soul was like, it had like one, one, yeah, specific, it was one lane. Like, lane was very specific, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was like, Kadar was really cornering the market with the D'Angelo joint, then the, then the Erica Badu joint, then the Chico DeBarge joint. Yes. Dang, bro, you just called my out, bro. Mm -hmm. I got hey, another hey. one, though. That's your album, though. I didn't, no, I didn't just go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So we can go, go ahead and transition. Uh -uh, I got another one, though. I got another one. <laughs> but you got kind of piggybacks, so It kind of piggybacks. So I just so. expanded the, you know what I'm saying, expanded the genre with those sides. I love, I, for the most part, I love Maxwell's body of music, the Black Summer Night. Mm, but, I mean, it's still, you know, overall good. Um, but that debut album is like that classic guy. It's that classic um, Keith Sweat, you know, just one of those clap. Like he'll never be able to go back and recreate that starving yeah. artist passion. Like yeah. it's just so all in it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh. I'm up. Yeah. I got a hard choice here, but this album was kind of a, another one under uh, Kedar's umbrella. That Chico, boy, that, that long time no see. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. That long yeah. time no see. That, 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 let that mug run. Yeah. Was Don't, skip yes. nothing. Don't skip yes. nothing. Iggy me, Iggy. every single song. Yeah, that was that was that was that's probably the radio the radio friendly man. But you know what my joy was, Miss Wonderful, Miss Wonderful. Me too. Oh my gosh, um, me. Okay, man. Brazil. We 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 were right here. We were right here. We were right here. Yes, Miss, Miss I play Miss Wonderful up, all the time. Cold song, man. You know, was it good? I wanted, I wanted him to sing it to me. Long uh, time no see, though. No get, no guarantee. No guarantee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great album. Love the remix. A physical train was a joint. Superman. Yes. yes. Man, let, let let it run, man. Let it run. Oh my god. Ooh, that was a good one. Good one. Let good it one. run. Yeah, good one, Barry. I ain't even think about that one. Well, well, I've yeah. gotten in some trouble. I've gotten in some trouble on that album. Like, uh, old junk. So I, I'm just going to say this. If I'm newly dating somebody, you cannot put that album on. Like, that's <laughs> enough. Chico DeBarge. That, that's the disclaimer. Uh, take it off. <laughs> that's the disclaimer. <laughs> like, you cannot play that album. You cannot play that album. <laughs> A no no. <laughs> I'm going to be like Bernie Mac. Hey, America. Y'all heard that, America? <laughs> <laughs> My sister say, y'all cannot play Chico DeBarge. Long time. Y'all cannot, cannot play that. Can't play it. Can't play it. Hey, Bernie, y'all did like so, so what you're saying. Chico DeBarge. You don't listen, sir. You can't play no Chico. You can't play no Chico. I like this. You hear and as much as I love Maxwell, I can control myself with Maxwell. 
But that Chico DeBarge got me in a couple situations I didn't have no business in. Okay, my honorable mention. Go oh, yeah. Anthony Hamilton coming from where I'm from. Woo! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. Album. Come on home Man. Charlene. Man, when I heard that, I was like, what is this? <laughs> like, right. all the other stuff. Like, right. come on home from was cool. But when I heard Charlene, I think they lost mm -hmm. my mind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's, that's yeah. everything. That's everything you want to play when you're trying to get your woman back. <laughs> oh, I'm a mess. I'm a mess right now, baby. You ain't here. That's <laughs> true. That's true. Uh. Everything, everything that you want to play when you're trying to get your woman back. Oh, dang! You just gave away the secret, man. Mama oh. knew. Mama knew love. She must have knew who you was, baby. My mama knew love, and she probably oh. mad. Fish and collard greens. Right, right. My first love. Oh my god. My first on, love man. is ridiculous. Oh, oh yes. Come on, man. That yeah, that album. Okay, I'm okay. I'm I'm done. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm finna, so, I'm finna go listen to these. I nice. do remember, you know, here, here go mine. Here's the one that I thought Roselle was gonna might mention, but I'm gonna stop. Uh intro. Intro first album. That, 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 that might have been my next one, but now I'm gonna have to cross that off. <laughs> That's why I didn't mention it last time. I was like, he gonna say this. No, no, it was it was coming. Cause you know me, that that intro album, like I told y'all last podcast before, that freaking ribbon in the sky for me, boy. You couldn't tell me nothing after I heard them dudes from some somehow, some way, just freak the. It's no coincidence. No. Yeah, lucky chance. I was like, wait, what did they do to it? What did they do? Right, they right. Know? And then brought in, what was we talking about earlier? The Clark sisters. Right. Wow. Yeah. Remember, he added in that, you change, you change my way. Oh, ribbon in the sky, you change. Oh. Right. No, he was, he was ridiculous. I was just listening to the album the other day after our other podcast, and I listened to, uh, remember we had the, uh, the Come Inside remix? Uh-huh. Dude, that Come Inside remix from Intro's album is a lesson on background arrangements and, and melodies for, yeah. for, the, for the 90s. That dude has so many different... That, the song was probably about five, six minutes long, first of all, the remix. <laughs> and secondly, he has so many background parts and so many background melodies on that it reminded me of commission and i know he was a commission fan uh for a fact but um dude that song is almost like if you want to teach somebody how 90s or give them an example of how 90s r&b background arrangements and, and and stuff went that song would probably be the prototype because any type of way you wanted it Malton two times, Malton one time, Malton with different harmonies, Malton with the same harmonies. It didn't matter. He had it all in that one joint. And I never noticed that until the, the I just listened to it last week. On the which joint which joint is it? The Come Inside remix. remix. Oh, the remix. Okay. 
Yeah. Dude, one of a kind love. The end of it. Oh yeah. Danger mm. like listening to choir, you know, where they used to split them parts up and Altos had one part, the tennis had one part. The surprise left. He did a one of a kind of love. Remember he did that? Mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Wow. He had the other people singing, that's how we do it. When it gets right down to it, you and me, one of a kind. Yeah. And now y'all gonna make, I've got to write that. Yeah. I got to listen to that one tonight. But but the thing is, that's the other thing we, we got to talk about this too in another podcast. That's another thing I miss about and that's why I say the, the, the gospel is gone out of R&B because everything gospel did, them vamps, bridges, and all that stuff was in mm-hmm. R&B in them, in them mm-hmm. early 90s. Them yeah. vamps, like Faith did it all the time. You could tell Faith came straight from a choir. Yeah, yeah. Came straight into, uh, same with uh, kind of Mary J. But you could tell Faith came straight from just straight Clark sisters commission everything the way she did her song every song had a vamp outro every song had a, a bridge you know she she followed that that formula to a t almost on her first two albums and i i can't man, remember you just said something right then and there man like that, all that, everybody had those first, at the end that first, that first album was ridiculous oh yeah that sure was Come over, come over. I know soon as I get home was the joint. But when she when she did the Apollo, right? She only had one single out, and that was Used to Love Me. Yeah. Then yeah. she came when she came, but you know Apollo, you always perform twice. I was performing yeah. at the end of the show, and then at the amateur night at the end of the show. When yeah. she came back at the end of the show, dog, and did that come over? We come over, yeah. I was like I remember like, that. Did you hear this joint? Rozelle knew, though, he was like, that ain't coming out, though, man. That's too churchy. <laughs> he was like, that ain't going to come out. <laughs> he I was like, man, they got to put that song out. Like, I was like, dude, when she sang that, come over, I was like, and then the riffs that she hitting at the end. Man. The, when, she, the, when, she, when she talked about I was wrong and I know it or something like that. Yeah. I was No, she said I was effing up or something like that. I know oh, I was yeah. wrong, but I was effing up. Yeah. Uh, on, on the on the out, yeah, she uh, killed that. But soon as I soon as I get home, oh mm-hmm. man, mm-hmm. that that joint goes so hard, man. As soon as I get home is is. That's all. As soon as I get home, that's one, let, that's one you let run, man. No other love. Yeah. Um. No, I, I like that. the way you give it to me. Yeah. Definitely. Those those were songs that were just. But the remix, as soon as I get home with Aaron Hall. Yeah. It's great. Yes, yeah. yeah. Gospel. He got straight gospel chops on there with the two singing lyrics. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Oh, man. That's, yeah, that's under yeah, that, there. Mm-hmm. That was a, a classic first release. Hey, so, so yeah, uh, my other throw out, man. And uh, I got. Two, I got a couple more, but I ain't gonna say one because again, I think Brazil might want to say it. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with, and I'm gonna break up all this R&B mess for a second. <laughs> 1992 or three, three. 
My boy Calvin Brothers dropped his debut album. That was on my list too. No, the everything in the cities, not city, cities. Zion walking in North Chicago was lying. Doggy style, same doggy style album, and was not disappointed. Dr. Dre's production on there is immaculate, and the emergence of the old and the new with songs like Doggy Dog World. Yeah, yeah, he had the dramatics. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then some of the interludes where he put the Curtis Bay film in there. Yeah. <laughs> um the uh I mean like the and the fluidity of the album. How we just went from this song to this song and, and everything just flowed and you it got introduced to new MCs like the Lady of Rage, who is that's the that's the most underrated joint on there, the intro. Right. Yeah. With Rage. She just blazes, like blazes the intro. Like Rage was supposed to come out after Dog Pound, not Dog Pound. Dog Pound was not supposed to come out next. It was supposed to be Snoop, then Rage, and we got Dog Pound, which was cool. But Rage was supposed to be that next one because she was the one that, when you said Death Row besides Snoop, everybody was like, "Man, that girl Rage is ridiculous." The Lady of Rage is nuts, but Rage and Corrupt and Daz. Dre with the production, Nate Dog. That's when you start front. He get getting into his his ghetto hymns with his singing and stuff. Man, Doggy Style is a phenomenal debut out the gate album, hands down. Because it wasn't just rap. He had melody in his stuff, like he was singing in some of the you know some of the lines on there. You know, with the I'm not bragging, but I'm just sagging. Yeah. You know, he did something to bring it in there, everything in there. But I think that show, like, Dre tapping into Snoop's eclectic music. Because, you know, Snoop is an old school cat. Like, every time you see Snoop posting something like on Facebook or IG or something like that, he, oh, he old with it. Like, it's always some 70 soul music playing in the background. That's all That's all he know. <laughs> yeah, that's all he know is that stuff. Like, he listening to, like, that, that dramatics and Aretha Franklin and all that. So... You had to bring that to the table. And then it was heavily influenced by the funk. You heard, you know. Um, a whole lot of George Clinton. Yeah, a whole lot, a whole of, lot of that. A whole lot of that P funk. Many mood songs and everything else like that. I mean, that Snoop. That's, 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 that first Snoop album is just. Snoop is incredible. Okay, I, now, I checked go, out go, on the whole go, West Coast rap. Girl back in there because, you know, she don't like West Coast. <laughs> I totally checked out on the West Coast rap, like, so I have no input whatsoever. Did we just say run DMC? Hey, Cheryl. Hey, Cheryl. No! Now, Cheryl, totally. I'm going to flash you back. I'm going to flash you back. Mm-hmm. Now, you remember right before I went to uh, to California? Mm-hmm. Right before, and we was, we was sitting in the basement right before I left 92, 93. And, and you was telling me how you didn't, how you didn't, uh, you wasn't feeling the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I told you, and I told you, you was crazy just waiting 10 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> man, she, I, man, I caught mad. I told Cheryl she crazy than a mug, man. <laughs> this has got to be some of the bangingest. And I wasn't really no, I wasn't really no rap fan because I was still old school. I was still funking. But man, when, when. When Drake dropped that chronic and then Snoop come right back with the, uh-uh. first of all when they did deep cover, Cheryl was man, she was shaking her head like nah. 
It's gonna be a passing fast. It's gonna be a passing fast. In 93-94, we was arguing every day at CLC between West Coast and, and East Coast. Yeah. Every day. Every day the West Coast and East Coast uh uh music because we I, I we R and B dudes, so the musicality of the West Coast was just like right there in the pocket. What we, what we know, what we know. It was it was right there in the pocket. East Coast was more uh more beats, more old school, uh more backpack hip hop type stuff. But when like you said, Dre came with that chronic and everybody started adding that musicality and that melody. Yeah. Like Puff like Puff said, Biggie, that's all Biggie was we wanted to add the musicality to the East Coast, and that's all his his first album was was juicy. Right. That's all we was doing, just biting off what Dre was doing. Right. And, and bringing that melody in 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 the rap, so yeah, that, that look at look Cheryl looking. <laughs> Cheryl's like, yeah, whatever. I called her crazy, man. <laughs> and, and I guess right. I still am. I mm, nope, nope, nope. Let's oh, just do, day, I can't relate to it. I can't relate to DJ, the lyric. There's DJ, nothing I can relate no. to the lyric <laughs> as a black woman, like me myself. Like I can't relate with that lifestyle and that. At that time, I like I couldn't. Um, I shared with you guys the story about DJ Quick, and it opened me. He opened me up to some things where I went back and you know, but that whole prison gang, like how could how could I relate to that? Uh, the music, like, how the could music, I relate to that? the music. See a lot of that I shut but down with you. Rap, I I wasn't really like you know me. I ain't I ain't never been no real lyric cat. I like beats. I like right. instrumentation. Yeah, them cats was was on something that that I was on back in the. They just now grasping it, but I've been on it since like the seventies. You know, they just now putting it out, but they they putting their own spin on it. You know, but uh, you know, I, I'm 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 forever a funketeer. Yeah, forever. So if, it, if it's got that thumping bass and that popping snare, I'm that good was, with that, it. That was right up your alley then when you heard Right that. up my alley. I ain't care what they saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I've been saying, because you couldn't listen to George Clinton. You can't what he was talking about, because if you listen, you ain't know. <laughs> like, 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 uh, what was the song? Did? Uh, this, uh, this is true. This is true. Hey, I can't think of the doggone name of the song. Uh, on Doggy Style. Easy hustlers. Now that was one. Now that sample. That's one of my favorite Duke. One of my favorite dudes, man. One of the baddest keyboarders ever. He was a child prodigy, Bernard Wright. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was playing with Tom Brown back. He playing on up like, and and he was like, when Thighs High and 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 Funkin' for Jamaica came out, this dude was like fifteen. What are you doing, Funkin' for Jamaica? Playing, he played all of the keyboards. Oh, did he? Yeah, man. I'm, I'm talking, crazy, man. His big, I, what's his biggest song? Uh, Who do you love? Mm -hmm. But man, he was a prodigy back then, man. At fifteen, oh. you, you playing with Tom Brown? So, 
So he played the keys on Funky for Jamaica. Thighs high? Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, to his, to his Snoop revamp that, I was like, man, this, this cat kind of know what he's talking about, you know? So I'm going to give him a listen. I wasn't lyrically, I, you know, okay, rap is cool, but, you know, the West Coast, they brought that funk, man. And, that, and that's, that's one thing that I appreciated about it. They did their homework for his musicality. Yeah. Well, you know? Drake was a DJ, so he had records. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Record, so well my debut joining and we all know this one. Um so I'm gonna give a, a complimentary one after this is is uh Mary J's What's the four one one, obviously. Right. right. Is a, the obvious uh, is an obvious choice. My senior year when I heard you remind me on the radio, I was like, What is this? Because it was really and now that I think back to it, it was really kind of the first time we was hearing R&B. It wasn't New Jack, but it was R&B with break beats. Yeah. So they was playing them chords over, and that's what a lot of her album was, basically, was the, the R&B chords over break beats, hip-hop right, right, right. hip break beats. So I was like, you know, it really got me. That whole album really got me with that, and that was kind of Puff's thing at the time was was R and B melodies over these these old East Coast or these hip hop break beats, which kind of transitioned us out of the New Jack era uh, right. around that time. So that album, and then my my extra one like bad was Ice Cube's America's Most. Oh, uh, that first. Yeah. Yes. Once upon a time in the project, yo. <laughs> yeah. Man. I'm sorry, Cheryl. <laughs> hey, but I got to add this one in. If I add that one in, you got to add in No One Can Do It Better, D.O.C. D.O.C. Oh. God. Hey, the misdemeanor track alone. Spunking. Spunking. <laughs> that breakdown was so cold. When that summer, when that yeah. song is getting funky, oh my gosh, we couldn't go to a party without that being played up in there. And I, that Mr. Me, man. Huh? I have to give it to you on that one. I have to agree on that one. Oh, thank you. We got to agree. What? We got to agree. What? Alright. So if you got a, if you if you if you got any more underrated debuts, we could we could just throw them out there. But um let's get on to uh if you could go see somebody in concert perform just one whole album, who would it be? Um but before that, my, my extra my extra joints that I had that I didn't say, uh well really I only got well, I got two more that I didn't say was uh 112's first album was uh oh, dope yeah. to me. And yeah. then SWV's um, first album. Hey, it's about time. It's about yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. that one twelve. That one twelve though. That one twelve go hard, man. That sexy you. Yeah. Woo! 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 You can hit a church. In, you can hit a church in them too. What you say, sure? I am not a one twelve fan. You know what? After after that first song, I wasn't either. But when I heard the album, I was like, "What is this?" 
Man, that now that we're done. Oh my yeah. God. Pleasure yeah. and pain. Pleasure and pain. The uh, lead singer, went, you either gotta like his voice I didn't like or not. Oh Slim? Yeah. yeah. I didn't like Cupid. Like they, they played the they played the junk out of that in Atlanta. I, I hated Cupid. Cupid. Oh, yeah, they played the mess out of it here too. Get you know that. what? I didn't know Cupid was so big until mm -hmm. I went to one of them uh R and B throwback parties in the city, probably like last year, or the year before, me and Shamir went out there. It was like an R and B thing, and they put on Cupid and they went nuts. Wow. I think you said that too when we at when we at, at work. Yeah, they they went nuts uh, over over Q. I didn't know the song was that big. I hated it. My my favorite thing on there was the only you interlude. So so we can get to the other thing. I'm gonna throw mine out there quickly. Uh, this is the one I I, I left out because I thought Rondell was gonna say somebody. Brandy, Brandy's first album, oh, yeah. first album. We're always yeah. on the line. Yes. I ain't saying none of them. None of this <laughs> came out like saying always. <laughs> Was the reason why I really, really love this song. All and the dedicated interludes. Them joints are so hot. And that, then, broken, that broken hearted was tough though. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Agreed. Kids singing it. Huh? Did y'all see the Facebook post with one year kids singing it? No. Broken hearted. Yes, one year kids was blowing. Blowing. Wow. I got they to got hear that. I got to see that. Damn it. And then my other one was uh, Jodeci, the Forever My Lady album. Yeah, one side, did. man. That was mine, too. Well, that's how cold the album is. And it's one-sided. And, and you know not to listen to the fast song, but the, the slow side? Yeah. Believe me. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's cold just because of that one-sided tape. We need that's to listen. The only, to that's the only reason I ain't picked that was it. Yeah, one side. It didn't matter to me, man. Forever My Lady is a classic. I don't care. <laughs> you know, throw that on. People are gonna stop and lose their mind as soon as they hear that. That that is a classic in the sense of the old '70s songs, where when you hear the you know yeah. that's free, or you hear the du, 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 you know that's Love Holiday. When you hear I didn't. I didn't like Forever, My Lady. I didn't like that song. But I I like Stay. Stay was my Stay was a classic. Sure. Stay was my jam. Stay was a. Stay is one of those songs that you just you have to be still and listen to it because they go Stay is all the way in. Hey, hey. And come and talk to me. I like Wonder. The remix. The oh, remix yeah. to come and talk to me. Where where Devonte be rapping at the end. Yeah. That remix. Yes. Um, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. So, so that that was that was that was again that was Puffy changing the changing the Puffy remix on yeah. that, putting that that uh that that hip hop joint mm -hmm. under it. Because he sat it. That was that uh yeah. that was that EPMD, wasn't it? Yup. Yep. And he said he did that right for somebody to up in the studio, and they weren't there on time. So he, that's all he knew what to do. So he, and then he told the engineer to make that work, and then that's how the remix was formed. He's like, because he always wanted to hear somebody R and B sing over a hip hop track. But well, he did it that time. That was it. And then I'm still waiting. Oh mm -hmm. my God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> man, that album, boy. 
that, that, hey, that, that harmony in that song, man. Again, commission. We going back to Detroit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Another day might be too long. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a jam. Okay, so, all right, man. You can have to that's a jam. Like, I'm about to go on my moment. All right, so let me. So the 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 remainder on my list, no one has mentioned. So I'm very, very well to some degree shocked. But um, so I'll just go over real quick. Uh, Shante Moore, oh, Precious. Oh, that's oh, oh, with her debut oh, with her debut oh, album. That's a bad album, hey. right there. It's it's probably her best. I think one of her best. And she had George Duke producing right. and BB Winans producing. Um, hey, love's taking over. It's all right. Candlelight and you with Keith Washington. You're all I need is Lighting you is dope. Uh, That's hard. Yeah. Um, Candlelight you is so, so hard. Yeah, it's a great it's a great album. Um, the other one I had. Because because I tried to cross the genres, so uh, Jimmy Summers, uh, which I did not realize until I did the research. Uh, jazz artist. The name of the album is um, James Cafe. Came right. out in 1998. Um, I play if any if any of you guys listen to it on my show. It's a jazz album I play all the time. Um, he from Mount Prospect. He from here. I didn't even Jimmy know Summers. until I did the research. Um, oh. Connected with Eric Benet in Milwaukee. Mm. And uh, Eric Benet is on the album. Uh, he's played with everybody from Rasan Patterson, Victor yeah. Duplay, Shaka Khan, George Clinton. He's done like every, he's worked with everybody. It's a, it's a crazy dope jazz album. Um, as for old school rap, I had uh, Paid in Full, Eric B and Rakim. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow. We don't even have to go through all of them songs. We already know. Um, yeah. Lauren Hills, Miseducation oh. of Lauren Hill. Um, Lord. and I had uh Donald Lawrence's Bible Stories, okay? Oh, yeah, um, yeah. and uh, I had Eric Benet's True to Myself debut album and uh, Tony Braxton, Tony Braxton, uh, Tony. No, that Eric Benet. Oh, True to man. myself? Yeah. Yes. Incredible. My Incredible. song is... All uh, the way through. Uh, what was my jam on there? Slow song. He, and he, he did a midnight mix version of it, too. Let's Stay Together? Yes. Yes. He mixed it. Never yeah. felt the wind so cold. Oh, yeah, the midnight remix. Yeah. The midnight remix. Wow. Yeah. All right, so the jam the jam on the album for me is I'll Be There. Go back and listen to it. Yes, I'll Be There. I'll Be yes, There. Yes, go back and listen to it. The coldest song on the whole album. Femininity, of course, was probably yeah. the biggest hit that he had on that album. And it came out in 1996. You know, so from a, a neo-soul standpoint, we had a lot of albums. You know, Kenny Lattimore came. His debut album was around about that time too. That's, that's another. Erica. That's another one. Let it run. Yeah, Kenny Lattimore's uh, debut album, and uh, that's 
That's all I had. Yeah, that okay. femininity was rough. Oh man. It's still yeah, it goes hard. Femininity was rough. Man. Most of the artists that I've listed, I've seen them perform the first albums because I liked them so much when these albums came out, except for Tony Braxton. All the other ones I've seen in concert when they only had the first album out. I'm um, Donald Lawrence, I didn't. Um, Donald Lawrence, I didn't. And Tony Braxton. I was a late confession, late comer as a Tony Baxter fan, latecomer as a Faith. I did not really dig Faith until her First Lady album. And then I went back and caught up on all her old stuff. But out the gate, I was not a big Faith. Lover now, but it was not a big Faith. Tony okay. Braxton, I saw recently and went back. But really? her first album at the time was just ridiculous. Yeah, Tony, Tony Braxton Bra- has to be one of the best performers I've ever seen. That was really? that was Erica's girl back in the day, wasn't it? Oh, I think that so. Was, that was Eric. Yeah, that was Erica's girl back in the day. I, I remember had, Erica turned me on to that album. I can honestly say I'm not going to rush out and buy a Tony Braxton now. Nah. It's, oh my god! It's selected songs that I like from Tony, but not like. And I like incredible. I like Tony. I like Tony as a as a artist and the personality. Uh, mm-hmm. Not the the super fan of her. Like I can tell Prince. you, the song. yeah, I like how many ways. I like I love me some him. I like the the Rich Harrison joint. What's the take this ring? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you like, name uh, all the joints that I don't like, man. Like my joint was like talking in his sleep. Oh yeah, secrets. That secrets album was that. That secrets album was whoa. Yeah, my my favorite album is the third one. The Heat album is my favorite. Tony, the Heat, Tony album. Yeah, if you can't stand the Heat, get out the kitchen. And I like uh, you take you making me high, but um, but like the man of me breathe again. Seven oh, I like that. Them songs like I seven whole days. Seven whole days. Seven whole days. Oh my goodness! That was all swept into that baby face. Uh, breathe, <laughs> not sleeping, and whip pill, and I ain't like none of that junk either. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? Babyface's debut album was was all that. Yeah, some joints too. With Mary yeah, Mac and Lovers, and all right. So who, Barry? Who would you? Uh, who? 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 If they could perform on one album. Which album and who who would it be? For me, I think they I think she doing it now. She did it last year or something like that. But I'm I missed it. Uh, Jill Scott, who is Jill Scott? Jill Scott. Oh yeah, we did. Nobody mentioned that album, which is a great uh, album. Man, if if I could go see anybody do. A whole album front to back. Jill do it for me. Yeah. Jill is my second fantasy mm. next to Chaka Khan, and my wife know that. These yeah. two women are the two women <laughs> that if I wasn't married, I would be trying to go at them too. Yeah, my wife know that. <laughs> yeah, my wife know that. Chaka Khan is my old chick, and Jill Scott would be my, my new millennial chick. Old. Mm. You know, but man, that man, that who is Jill Scott, man? Yeah, 
That was a great album. Front to back. Yeah. Just let it run, man. I, I mean, I, I could just sit there by myself with a crown roll and a bag of popcorn and I'll be straight. <laughs> man, who would you go see? One album. Man, this was hard. It was between two groups, though. It was between two groups, but uh, well, you I'm only gonna, got you only got thirty dollars. I'm gonna resist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna resist my temptation to go with the cliche. So I'm gonna say, if Guy was doing the tour off the first Guy album, I'm going to see Guy because I love, I like it. Merry go round, piece of my love. Yeah. Uh, what was the other song? Oh my Spend god! Spend the night. Spend the night. Hey, Spend the night. Slow joint though. Uh, uh, uh. I got it. Oh, uh, piece of my love or uh, goodbye love. Goodbye, goodbye love, because I'm saying yeah. bye bye. Yeah, piece of my love, goodbye love, and then Teddy's jam. Come on, man. Like, after that, it's just like, you're tired. Like, this concert over with. Let it go home, man. I'm good. That's going to be the one he closed out with. All right. Hey, so, Jay. so an uh, interesting tidbit, I, when I was doing my research, uh, You Can Call Me Crazy was Ooh. originally done for Albie Shore. Yeah. And Albie Shore took it, <laughs> and then they took it back and put it on I, the album. <laughs> Albie Shore. Yeah. From what I, I read. That. And if and if y'all knew, I'm pretty sure y'all knew. Damien wasn't the original member. No, it was uh, Tim Gatlin. Tim, Timothy Gatlin. Yeah. Who got a, a whack solo album? Yeah, he had one jam on there, just one. But thought he was gonna thought he was gonna be the stuff. Yeah. And and Teddy talks about him and 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 that 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 uh, podcast you turned me on to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said it. All he had to do was just stay. But Gene Griffin, Gene Griffin, then then pumped his head full of lead and, and air, telling him what he could be. You know and what? That, fly. That's who I want to see a documentary on. Is Gene Griffin? I really? heard. I heard a whole lot of bad things about this dude. You that had to hear a lot when you was in Atlanta, didn't you? Yeah. Cause that's, that, that was his that was his stomping ground, wasn't it? Yeah. That dude came out with a whole group that that a group group a big group that sounded just like had guys whole band in it. Right. Basic black, basic black was guys. But, yeah. Basic. With, yeah. With some front singers. That's 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 that special kind of food. That's one of my favorite slow cuts of all time, hands down. That's some kind of food. Woo Hands Ooh. down. But that's right. Aaron Hall. That's Aaron Hall revisited right there, man. Yeah, but basic black. The band was guys. That, that was that. That whole album was produced by Gene Griffin. That whole yeah. album was produced by Gene Griffin. And I Gene Griffin stealing the money. On uh, Arsenio Hall, that was the freaking band. Cause I remember the drummer with the mohawk vividly. Yeah, cause it was rocking it. On that groove me when they did groove. That's another song. Groove me. So yes, guy. All right, go ahead. Man. Go to the next person, man. I'll, I'll be on here all day. Uh, well, mine was uh, mine was tough. I I would have picked guy. 
I would have picked boys to men, but I seen them at the Genesee last. <laughs> and they was not impressed. They kind of pissed me off. Like, wait, well, you gotta, you gotta remember everybody old now. But yeah, they, yeah, yeah. I don't think they, I don't think they could really revamp. Uh, they could not recreate their first album though. Yeah, they, they, they did something that made me mad. I can't remember what it was. I mean, they could sing. They would. They didn't sound bad. They always blow. But they did. So I think it maybe it was short. They skipped a lot of songs. Oh, I know what it was. They didn't have a band with them. They don't. They tracks. didn't have a band, and that's that pissed me off the most. They didn't have live instruments. They they did you it know off. What, man? You know that's, what? I'm I'm easily turned off if I spend my money. And you don't to have no band. See you, and you ain't got no band. Now, I, I can I can see a rap artist. Yeah. You know, like T.I. I went to see T.I. that real stormy day. And he was late. And he didn't do my he and he didn't do the song that one. So I was mad. I was like, man, hey bro, this cat owed me like five more songs. Yeah. <laughs> my boys the men, that was a straight turn off. When they they didn't have no band. Like when Brian McKnight came to the Genesee, he he killed it. Of course. He, it. he had his band, you know, he played keys, so he did, he veered off, he did some different stuff. And that That's was another lost album, the first album. Yeah. That's another lost that first album. <laughs> Kind of the same thing I was expecting boys the men to do was like veer off on some songs and do some other mm -hmm. stuff, but they ain't had no band. And I was kind of like, ah, this is whack. But even like some rap artists, even like when Kendrick come to concert, Common, you go see them. They they got bands. They got, they got yeah. a DJ. And yeah. They got a band. So that yeah. and they giving you a whole show. Um, but mine, I'm gonna have to go with uh with uh Mary J. Um. That first, first album? album? Yeah. First I'm album? Over yeah. my way? Huh? The first album over my way? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, well, that's we said hard. debut. That's hard, Sam. No, that's, that might be. No, if, if I had to choose one album for her to do live, it would be my life. Right. I was saying. My like, life, yeah. yeah. I can't even see you choose the first album over my life. No. My life is in the category by itself, man. Yeah. I went to see her when Phillips Arena first opened. And it was her and Jay-Z. And it was the yeah. heart of the the heart of the city tour. Yeah. And I, I admired Jay-Z so much because the first song that they came, and you know, they had the live band. The first song that came out was was uh 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 doom 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 doom. Taking all this time. Yeah. I love when they do that live because they mix it after up. that. After that, he left the stage, bro. And she did like three or four songs from 411. And then he came back and he did songs off a of reasonable doubt. He left the stage and then she did like four songs. But my, so, you know, I, I admire because the way they were switching it off. Yeah, that was dope. But he let her shine in Atlanta, man. And that, and that was the coolest thing. Because yeah. she was doing, like, songs from each one of her albums, man. That would have been. That 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 put me over the over the top as a Jay-Z fan. I was always a Jay-Z fan. But when he did that MTV Unplugged album, yeah, I, that was it. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is dope. When he did the MTV Unplugged album with all the live instruments, I was like, this right. is it. That is it. 
I became a huge Jay Z fan after that one. Bro, I've been I've been since the beginning, bro. Well, I've been I've been since Reasonable Doubt. Yeah. You know, now some of this stuff, this later stuff, he kind of lost me with, but you know, like them first, them first four or five albums. First five. Yeah. Dope. That's Dope. Four albums, so cold. Ooh. Which one? Four forty four album. That that came out what, 20, 2016? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Are you signed for that Clark Sisters joint? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he woo. He went in on that album. He had a lot of stuff he needed to get off his brain. Story of OJ and all that. Yeah. He's talking about his mom and everything. Yeah. He, he did that. He did that. All right, so for our uh for the quick hitter question to end it. Oh jump. Here we go. Right, now, let me sit up. Let me sit up. Because <laughs> you only got you only got, you got 30 seconds. 30 this, seconds. This is an easy one though. So the last last podcast we did, favorite female groups of 80s and 90s. So obviously we're gonna switch it around. Quick hitter. Barry, favorite male groups. Of eighty to nineties, if you could think of three thirty seconds, go ahead. Guy, uh, guy, <laughs> guy, Tony, 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 uh, yeah. and 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 uh, my condition. Oof! There you go. Oh gosh, how could we forget? How could we forget their debut album? Right. My goodness. Meant to be meant. In condition. Yeah, that yeah. not that good, okay? You, uh -huh. had to struggle, you had to struggle to get the other singles past Breaking My Heart. That thing no. was not Well, good. if you if, but if you're not a fan, you wouldn't appreciate Whatever it. Whatever my eyes was, cold. But it made you appreciate what they could be because Breaking My Heart was so cold. And then Forever In My Eyes and Single To Mingle. But, yeah, Man. past, I don't know. You gotta listen to the live version to single to mingle. They do they do a live version on one of their later albums. Oh, okay. It might be on their greatest hits. But yeah, I, I thought forever my eyes was like a jam. Yeah. Uh, I used to listen to that a lot. But the breaking my heart that I used to listen to were on the album. If you know, yeah. I, I bought the single first and I got that other version. Um the, the pretty brown eyes version, whatever they call it, the brown eyed mix. The brown yeah. And when he come with that dope Intro with the he uh, he he riffs yeah, he, he too. The, the end of it when he do that little squeal at the end. It, uh, uh, yeah, uh, 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 I was like, yeah, that's why I can't listen to the other one. Like I think the other one is good too, but I can't listen to it as much as I listen to that one because to, to read it, yeah, stuff that I like to hear. Bad, go ahead. You got three, three male yeah. groups. Three male groups, uh, New Edition, A-Town, and Portrait. Oh. Cheryl, go ahead. You got three. Um, I got three. Mint Condition. Mint mm. Condition guy. Boys to Men. There you go. I got uh, my top three probably will be Guy, uh, Jodeci, and um, Mint. 
with honorable mention. Mint, Mint probably would be tied with Tony, though. Yeah. For my third one. Yeah. Nobody Tony, mentioned Tony would the, be my honorable. Tony would be uh, my Tony, Tony, Tony would be my honorable. We had uh, After Seven. Yeah. Not a fan. Not I love that. I liked After Seven. I just didn't think of them. We had After Seven. You had Silk. Was uh, Silk is very underrated. They are, and I forgot all about Silk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Silk is very. Oh, man, that they, they got some heaters. Man, that album, that album, that album with if you. Yeah, they got some. That heaters. album got me through a bad breakup, man. Oh my! I went on Apple Music that uh, other day and listened to Silk Essentials. They got basically a Silk Greatest Hits. Yeah, it was it was some joints on there. I forgot. Like man, Silk got about they go about fifteen strong. Let me love you, down. That's one of my favorite songs. Man, man, that in meeting in my bedroom, boy. I played that joint for Rozelle one time. I was like, man, this is dope for a Jack. He said, this is a Jack. I was like, yeah. Pulled out that Highways of Life by uh, Osby Brothers. Let me love you, down. Yeah. The, the beginning. They took the beginning of Highways of Life for that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? You said something right there, bro. When I was a kid, I used to jack my mom's albums. That song right there that on that 3 Plus 3 album, The Highways of My Life, man, Every time I listen to that, it, it, it takes me back. And I it's like I'm riding the highways, reminiscing up until this day, man. Mo- moving down the highways of my life, wondering should I stay to the right. That track is so cold. Oh, my man, goodness. Chris Jasper on that keyboard, man. If y'all ever get a chance, look at his look at his uh his documentary on, on uh on, on YouTube, how he talks about how he created those riffs on all of those Isley Brother albums. Oh, he got a documentary? Yeah, just put in Chris Jasper. Just put in Chris Jasper. Uh, it's like an interview and sitting at the piano. I think it's I think it's at, at NYC, if I ain't mistaken. Watching that one tonight, then. That'll conclude our podcast, Soul Music in My System, Cheryl Sweet Lady Dunlap, Barry B-Sides, Beckwith, and Jimsy Bad Simmons. You just want me to call you bad, take the Jimsy and the Simmons out. I'm tired yeah. of saying Jimsy Bad Simmons. You ain't never called me Jimsy Bad ever in life. Even at work. <laughs> so why, why start today for, for uh entertainment purposes, huh? <laughs> and you could just you could just call me sweet lady. That's right. We are, we are just gonna cut it all the way down and, and be <laughs> and we out of here until next time. Peace.